Welcome to another edition of Mass Mats and Ma'am. I am your host, the Outlaw LA Reg. You can find me on Twitter at Justin Harvey75. You can find the entire show across all social media at MMM Show75. And today is a rare occasion. It's time to rejoice. Not because we're back, but because we have absolutely no time to do this freaking show. Byron's stuck in a car somewhere. Meatloaf is half dead because it's the middle of the night. Casey and I have like 22 minutes to talk about. 27. How many minutes are we going to do, Casey? Going to do, I don't know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Oh, no. Did I lose you? Has the whole thing crashed? It might have. Maybe not. Maybe I just lost Casey's connection. Anyway, I'm going to keep going because we're going to do this in record time. Casey's internet did crash. It wasn't me. Let me get him back. Holy shit, that wasn't a joke. I legit got disconnected right when you said uh, <laughs> occasion. Holy shit. Okay, so how much time are we going to get? See, the, look, people, we're under we're under the gun here. We're we're pressured. We're pressed for time. We haven't done an episode in way too long, but this is it. This is all we've got time for. So, what's the clock going to be at today, Casey? What are we doing? You want to do twenty seven minutes? Can we do twenty seven minutes? Can we talk about Lucha Underground, AAA, G one, WWE, and UFC in twenty seven minutes? Yeah, because I only watched the G one, so I need like five. Okay, uh, sweet. Okay, so uh, set timer. For 27 minutes. Josh Pillow, wherever you are, you owe me. <laughs> you better watch this episode, Josh Pillow. It says 27 minutes. Well, it's not going to work if your computer keeps oh, crashing. Right. Okay, your, your internet connection is, is janky doodle, but maybe it's mine because I'm in a hotel room here in lovely Santa Ana, California because I'm back working on Food Paradise after my other project. Anyway, I'm going to start off real quick with Lucha Underground. I know that's what a lot of you guys come to us for. Um, Casey has not watched this week's episode, but it doesn't matter because Casey always has an opinion. Um, I, I want to talk about a few things, and maybe this will inspire something from Casey. First of all, let's start at the top of the card um, with the trios title match and our new trios champions, the Reptile Tribe. It's been a long time oh. coming. Hey, there's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one, though. That one's nice. I like okay, it. Okay, well, here's the part I don't know if you're going to like or not, Casey. Uh, Jeremiah Crane, who was uh, last seen in a graver arrest or consequencioso match, whatever the hell they did. Lots of coffins, lots of dead people. He got hammered by Ivelisse um, and went away. We thought maybe dead. We thought maybe gone, especially with some, some off-season talk of Sammy going full-time to other promotions like Impact. Um, we now know that Sammy is in Lucha Underground, and he came back this week as Jeremiah Snake. He was revived from the dead or wherever he was as Jeremiah Snake and is now part of the Snake Tribe since, I don't know if you know this either, Casey, Vibora was beheaded uh, I heard the week I heard. before in the uh, Mundiana Jones and the Temple of Taya segment. I, I got to say, uh, Jeremiah Snake, yet another fucking great name, like Jake Strong and Big Bad Steve. Great work, DJ. But I think that's half the joke. I mean, honestly, you got to think that he's doing it just like, 
you know, he misses the days of like Tugboat being a great wrestler name and just throwing just thrown out names. I can't wait for Joey Ryan to come in as Joseph Cock. Yeah. <laughs> he would have. Look, if Joey Ryan was being signed right now, yeah, and they were giving him a gimmick, that's what would have happened. His name would be Mr. Penis Cockford and uh yeah, he would be a rich man with a monocle <laughs> and a huge dick. Uh yeah. Though there's there's been a couple that I haven't quite gotten, like Desmond Xavier coming in as Desmond X, mm-hmm. but wearing trunks that say Xavier. Yeah, or yeah. Willie Mac being the Mac, but his trunks saying Willie Mac. Willie Mac. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Um, those were strange, and then Sammy Guevara, who I think is a great addition to Lucha Underground. I think he uh, yeah. fits in perfectly. He's a guy that. I would have actually gimmicked up more and they let him walk in off the street as Sammy G basically just Sammy Guevara, like being his character that he plays everywhere. I don't know w- what makes him so fortunate that he gets to basically just do his gimmick when everybody else has been saddled with zippers and masks and weird shit, but he gets to just be himself, I guess. Well, lucky him. He doesn't have to be little pale Sam. Yes, true. <laughs> I shouldn't give DJ that idea. He's trademarking it right now. No, he's tra- he's trademarking it, and now you're going to get Sammy G killed in his regular gimmick that he could be making a ton of money off of with the TV exposure, and now he's going to come back as Little Pale Sammy. Little Pale Sammy. Oh, boy. So anyway, yeah, uh, Vibra's dead, but but uh, Sammy Callahan is in, and uh, it was an interesting, uh, interesting little twist, and this was, of course, against our our trios champions of uh, son of Mac shot, as I like mm. to call him mm. son of Mac shot, not mm. your thing. Mm. Two, two out of three. Ain't bad. Well, look, I, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show yet or not, but I think the, the moratorium on spoilers for this is over. Um, AR Fox was there. People keep saying, what was up with AR Fox? Was it a travel issue? This, that, and the other thing. AR Fox was in the building when this season started. Um, I don't exactly know the reason why. I don't know if I want to know the reason why, but he was just not cleared to perform. For one reason or another, I don't know if it was MGM legal. I don't know if it was medical. I don't know what it was. Diarrhea. It was I don't diarrhea. want to speculate. I don't know, and I don't care. He was not cleared to perform, but he did what he was supposed to do. He showed up there. They had stuff written for him, and I believe all of this stuff with the Mac was not what was planned. I believe absolutely the plan was for Dante Fox to have a run with Mac and Killshot, and so everything I think that you're seeing on this angle, all of this stuff up to now was f- filmed in within nine days of each other. Mm. Everything that you've seen on air for Lucha Underground this season, nine days at this point. Okay, and if AR Fox showed up there and wasn't cleared and they thought even up to the first weekend that they were going to be able to use him, I hope that everyone understands that this was all written on the fly, this whole angle and all the stuff that's going on. Still no excuse for Son of Havoc being the replacement, but well, I see but, where you're going. They had maybe, nothing else for him. Yeah, maybe they maybe whatever else was planned for him wasn't that exciting anyway and was just filler. Um, and and the storyline, I don't have an issue with where it's going, mostly because of what they're doing with Killshot, who was also in a Gift of the Gods match on this, this episode. Killshot, great performer, great talent, and I like them giving him a, a heel turn. Not that we ever established him as face or heel, but if it really was a trio with 
Mac and Killshot or, or Mac and AR Fox or Mac and Son of Havoc, clearly that puts it more on the babyface side of things. So, or Technico side of things, if we're talking Lucha Libre, which I would never refer to this team as. Or um, 90% of the show at this point. But, <laughs> you know, just I told you guys Casey had opinions. So for me, um, it, I like what they did with Killshot because of it. I like the fact that Killshot, it, even though it's turning him heel, makes him more face to me. I like that he's having an oh, issue with Son more, of Havoc. Way more face to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to give him a big hug right now, actually. Uh, yeah. And, I, and I like him looking sideways at Willie Mac too. Like, when, when did Jude go, bitch? Like, why? Why are you exactly? You I love oh it. Oh my god! After he fucking decided to uh, pin kill shot and give Son of Havoc that, yeah, that's a bitch move. That's and that's move. what I'm saying. And that's why I I like where it's going. I like this thing that they're building. And if they really did it on the short notice that I think they did, I commend DJ for thinking on his toes. Because the other fact that a lot of people don't realize is that Chris Roach. DJ's right-hand man when it comes to writing Lucha Underground was not there the first weekend. So anything that was done at the last minute um, is is all DJ solo trying to figure this whole thing out at the last minute. I mean, he's got a couple other guys in the writer's room there. Um, but, you know, uh, Chris Roach is his is his main tag team partner, his, his main go-to guy. And I'm pretty sure a lot of this stuff, DJ was like stuck dealing with himself because... Um, because Roach was away at um, Celebrity Big Brother at the time. So uh, basically, it was a one-man show for DJ doing all this stuff these particular first couple of weeks. And Roach was there the second week, but I don't know that Roach had a lot of time to write anything for that second week because he was still coming off of Celebrity Big Brother. Speaking of Big Brother, I have a little thing I want to say. Yeah, um, go for it. Mr. Pectacular, fucking dead. Yeah. V Vibora, fucking dead. Yeah, wait, uh, we better not be killing off uh, Holly Meowie, a.k.a. Uh, the beautiful Brenda. I'm saying Brenda better be fucking scared right now, is what I'm saying. Because yeah, there's who, a horrible trend happening to people like her. For those who don't watch uh, Big Brother at all or don't keep up on Big Brother history, Mr. Pectacular uh, was was a character on there, Jesse Goddard's. Uh, then Austin Maddelson, who was the the snake behind Vibora, was also a a big brother contestant and so was miss beautiful brenda way back in i don't know i think it was like season four or five or um i think like two or three maybe shit uh it was pretty early on yeah yeah like they didn't even have the whole game format this might have been, been before the veto who knows like i mean there's she she goes back on that show um, i can't i can't wait to see howie come in and that dude eddie with one leg and uh <laughs> I don't remember any other cast members from those seasons, but uh, the, the new one is is JC. I think uh, I think I don't know. Chris Roach is writing the new Fantasy Island movie, and I think JC would be perfect as Tattoo. So we'll see if if he makes that call or not. Shit, who did I say was going to end up being Tattoo? Like Tilda Swinton or something? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. They just cast Tilda Swinton across type all the time now which is and peter dinklage will be in it but he will be in ricardo montalban's role oh of course yeah 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 he's got the chops he's got the acting chops he should have been con in the new star trek that would have been amazing f oh. benedict cumberbatch or if he got like gary oldman when he played a little person and that what was that movie like small shoes or some shit little feet something like that little, little toes yeah um, fuck. I 
<laughs> okay, so Lucha Underground. Before I before I run out the clock, because I'm almost done with Lucha Underground here. But minutes. But my biggest problem with this whole uh, Sammy Callahan Jeremiah Snake thing is there was no vignette accompanying it, and I wonder if this is a product of the new budget. It seems he was just introduced. Strikers kind of giving backstory of people getting risen raised from the dead. And it's like, ah, oh, this is what I, I, I hate it when the announcers have to cross the threshold and give us backstory like that. I, yeah, they, they we've established they're not supposed to fucking know. Right. But this was also in the day and age when they had a budget to do a vignette for every it, part of the story like this. And yeah. this strikes me as the kind of thing that you would clearly do a vignette for, but maybe the money to do that vignette wasn't there, or maybe it surfaces later i don't know so um, we're gonna we're gonna have matt striker's new name be mr exposition is that <laughs> what we're gonna do? that would be awesome um hey look him and uh vampiro made my favorite call of all time this week which you you have to see it was this uh chained up stfu triangle head scissors thing with everyone in this trios match together doing it and the 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 uh, move call was the human centipede. Um, nice. Because they, they also made a website I go to's least favorite call, but it was Vampiro that did it when he compared Johnny Mundo to fucking Masawa. No. Oh, God. No. I love both guys. No. This whole season, they have been repeatedly calling uh, Mundo the best wrestler in the world, which he could be. He mm. might be, mm. but I don't know. Did I you mean, watch? How, how far are you? I'm, that- I'm, I'm like day eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there. I am actually going back and I am watching every minute of G1. So you guys will have to forgive me that I haven't gotten to the ending yet, which Casey's going to talk about here in like uh, two minutes. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. because All uh, right, let me just finish Lucha Underground. Then I'll let you have it. Then I'll let you do it. Um, so and I know you heard about this little spoiler, too. Uh, rabbits are getting sacrificed left and right. Oh, fuck that shit, dude. Fuck that shit i'm a little worried and i'm gonna go on record and say this right now if paul london gets sacrificed we riot like dude i want to riot for saltador come on where's his riot fuck i know but okay look we how many times are they gonna kill this guy on this fucking show well and that's the thing we all know the guy under the hood is uh awesome um i'm under both of these hoods and Uh, yeah they keep finding more things for them to do and they're two of the best guests we have and i like how they're mostly killing people that are guests on our fucking show what's up that that could be an issue that could be an issue but what are you gonna do um so maybe maybe we need to have Cobb on the show and put a stop to it with his with his athleticism oh then they just kill off matanza what the fuck (laughs) which i really i predicted uh at the beginning of the year that that was going to happen this year and we'll see if it actually does because right now matanza's having a great run and i look pretty much like an idiot so i thought they were going to do it last season so yeah yeah. since he kept losing uh instead they killed the wrong brother um (laughs) well you know so and, and and I know you haven't been watching, but what are you thinking about Antonio at this point in time? Because I feel like for a lot of people, Antonio has grown on them. Honestly, I haven't given it much of an opportunity for him to grow because I really haven't been watching ever since that episode with the shitty battle royal that got Mil Muertes out of the match. Yeah, uh, that the Mac one. I stopped watching after that. I didn't even watch the Pentagon match, and I haven't gone back because then the G one started, and I watched. All of it. I, I didn't watch the tag matches at the beginning of the cards, but I watched all the tournament matches, and that was more than enough to keep me going for a while. 
So that was the only wrestling I've watched in like the past month. I think you, I think you may have chosen wisely. Uh, this episode of Lucha Underground, I really liked the one before this one, not my favorite um, and with proposals in the worldwide underground stuff. Like I like where the worldwide underground angle is going, but heading Vibro was proposals cool. Is, is Mundo going to make PJ black an honest woman? Uh, no, 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 uh, no. Taya bitched him out. So here's what happened. Johnny Mundo freed Drago with his one wish from um, beating the reptile tribe. Um, mm -hmm. Cobra Moon granted him one wish. I think it's weird, though, that we're not getting this backstory on what these Cobra Moon powers are. Somehow, all of a sudden, she can grant wishes. Somehow, she can uh, bring people back from the dead. And and we're not getting a lot of it. I'd like to see it. I'm I'm a big fan. But I love the fact that you know the 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 snakes put over the worldwide underground they did they did the job for those guys mm -hmm. and then they're rewarded this following week with an unexpected trios championship run and i like that booking i like when wrestling promotions in general book it like that it's a very old school way to do things you know make a guy lay on his back and then put him over the next week you know gotta say though justin if her majesty has those kind of powers as a friend of the mmm show i would really like a pet sea otter <laughs> she might but you have to win the match case uh, um and and here's the thing i love about the reptile tribe going over now as much as i really liked madelson as much as i'm a huge drago fan and always have been anyway so he freed drago was mundo's wish that he used and then he said only taya can grant the one wish that he has from her and then he proposed to her um so and that was before but i love I, I threw up in my mouth a little when you, you said were supposed that. to. I, they did it that way on purpose. They played the Macho Man music and everything. It was amazing. Elizabeth! <laughs> Elizabeth! Oh, God. But I love it because it's Daga, who is fucking killing it this yeah, season. He, the he's the man. Amazing. Cobra Moon finally in the ring wrestling and she has yeah. turned it up a notch and she's doing all sorts of crazy dive spots and she has more abs than Johnny Mundo at this point, which is not an easy task. That's why he's and, mad. Yeah, that's why he's mad. And Sammy fucking Callahan, uh, Jeremiah Snake, whatever the fuck you want to call him, who is absolutely on fire and is one of the top guys in the whole game right now outside of WWE. That is a... It, seeing those three people in the ring together at any point in time is amazing. So now what you're going to get is you're going to get that on a trios run. So I'm really happy about that. I'd love to see what they do with it. And I like the fact that they had to earn it by putting over worldwide underground and getting to this marriage angle that clearly DJ and Mundo wanted to do. So we'll get to that and hopefully we'll get that over with soon. And I'm sure there's going to be some kind of wedding shenanigans because okay. 10 minutes, Justin. Doc, Ten minutes. One. Go, go. Give me five. Okay, so what was the last, uh, what was the last match you saw main event? Oh, wise? God dang. I don't know. Cause I watched like eight days in like two days. Um, Did you get to see Kenny wrestle Ishii yet? Yeah, that yes. Probably... That was, I think that was, that was the last one I watched. In fact, that was great. Yeah. I think that was probably my favorite match of the whole tournament. Uh, the main event of the G1 was great. The final was great. I think what was the final. You can tell me. I don't care about spoilers. I'm gonna well, watch it, it anyway. It was uh, Kota Bushi and Tanahashi, uh, and Tanahashi went over to win the G1. Oh wow! Ace back in the mix, huh? Yeah, which they needed to do back into the mix because it's not like a Naito where he's so popular. People want to see him in the mix all the time. Like Tanahashi's been doing a lot of kind of undercard shit, so they got to build him back up. There's a built-in storyline because he didn't beat Okada to win. He went to a draw and ended up winning via points. 
So, uh, awesome. Yeah. And that was a great fucking match. Um, Kota match, uh, Abushi and Tanahashi, great match. But I still say that I think my favorite match of the tournament is Kenny versus, uh, Kenny versus uh, Ishii, but Ishii. I, and Ishii went over, so there's gonna be it's gonna be for the belt because if you beat the champion in the G1, you get a title shot later on, right? So that's gonna be a good big match, and uh, I gotta say also funny moment that someone else noticed uh, that uh, was great is uh, during the Kota Ibushi versus uh, Toru Yano match, which is a whole. Uh oh, I think I lost your case. I'm still going right. Things okay. Yeah, I'm moving now. Okay, so Abushi and Yano. Did you see that one, Justin? Yes. With the tape yes. together. Yes. With the tape and the, the the whole tape spot and the, that was great. So after he lost the match, getting punched in the balls, it, they showed the dedication of the New Japan Young Boys. Okay, and this is how I want to close the New Japan segment or kick over to you. The Young Boys are so dedicated. It will ice your balls for you instead of cutting your hands free so you can ice your own balls. <laughs> that does show a level of dedication. If all young boys could only be so dedicated. In fact, where are young boys today? Where's Meef Loaf? Uh, Meef, Meef is off, um, I don't know, masturbating to a Phantasma poster. And uh, Well, look, I think he's in luck because my next topic is Phantasma. Yeah, Phantasma loses his mask at Triple Mania. Like, is there any other thing that could possibly be happening at this point? It, it depends. Do you listen to Ruben on Facebook? Or? Oh, yeah. But look, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Penta and Phoenix going to WWE. It is, in fact, very, very possible. Yes. I have done as much digging as I could possibly humanly do and from everything that I can tell from the sources that I've talked to, they were made an offer. That offer was at least very seriously considered. Now, whether or not that offer is still on the table, whether or not it's something that they can legally do or not, no one knows. No one's talking about that part of it. But it certainly sounds like what the deal was, was that Penta stood to make a lot of money. The deal was for him and Ray, but Penta was the deal breaker. And if he was going to go or not going to go, was going to decide the whole thing. And WWE was going to have to deal with all sorts of legal repercussions and buying people out and paying this, that, and the other thing, or taking their chances that he gets, that he gets, you know, blocked by MGM or whoever holds his TV contract over there. Though there's good precedent for letting him go because he's appearing on another nationally televised TV show under a very friendly handshake agreement. Actually, uh, uh, th two. Uh, because right. LW. Yeah. LW on BN. So that that being said, there's this basically from what I'm hearing is people at WWE legal are saying that precedent has been set and basically that lucha underground has violated their own contract with these guys by doing that which is just a kick in the dick it's like here they are trying to be nice and trying to make the whole wrestling business better which i think they've done by relaxing their contracts and and the whole yeah. thing that they did i think that that was very much eric van wagner and a few other people saying look we love these guys we love the talent why are we busting their balls on these contracts and trying to keep them exclusive and hurting their careers and hurting ourselves in the process like uh, lucha underground 
Zone has not been diminished at all by the fact that you can see Pinta and Phoenix everywhere right now. I still think, especially those two guys, that their characters and storylines and what they do with them in Lucha Underground far outshadow everything else. And I even saw, I read a write-up today that was talking about how you know, it was amazing that Penta had gotten over so well in Impact without having the supernatural side of his gimmick. Where yeah, he, the, the dude just rules, man. Like PWG, he got over like that. You know, uh, and, PWG doesn't have storylines or vignettes, really. You know, like, right. and then, but then you add those back in with Lucha Underground, and it still makes it the superior presentation of, of the guy. Period. But anyway, the, it's just a shame that that. If this does happen, if this WWE thing happens, but even then, even then, Casey, I say that I don't think Pentagon would lose the mask in AAA. I don't either. Just to go to WWE, even if he did do that. First of all, I don't think he's telling Dorian that he's going to go if he's going. I think that's the last guy on his list to notify that he's going to the WWE. And there's precedent for this. Don't be an Averdo who lost his mask so he could go to WWE and then they didn't sign him. And now he's just a dumbass with no mask. Right. I, 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 I don't see that happening. So I don't think it's Penta. I think, look, it's, it, it, it's Phantasma. It's yeah. Phantasma. It's yeah. Phantasma. So um, in a couple of weeks, Meef will have a very, very pretty faced man to rub himself all over his posters or whatever he likes. to do. I, I don't, I don't know if his face is pretty. <laughs> Um, I'm going to talk SummerSlam with like the super fastness. I don't know if you've seen this card or not. There's no need to have watched the programming. Um, I'm just going to talk about the parts that I think are worth talking about because there's a lot on the card. And if you like WWE or you're interested in wrestling, we're going to go over our time limit, but fuck it. We got to talk about UFC too. So we do. There's some good stuff going on in the UFC, but my quick thing with SummerSlam styles versus Samoa Joe. Um, all I can say about this match is, Great. I'm glad they booked it. I think SummerSlam is the perfect place for it. Let's just hope these guys can wind back the clock a couple years and give us what we I think we know they can give us. It was one of my favorite matches 13 years ago or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and look, and they've been going back and forth having this match for a decade. And I've always said this before, like, I have no problem with seeing the same thing in another promotion at another level. Um, you know, some people were complaining about the the Penta Sammy thing in Impact because we'd seen it before. But to me, it's like I don't care. It's on the next higher level of exposure, and it's still just as good. And they did some new stuff, and they worked great. Uh, you know, it's like if a match is good, why the f- fuck wouldn't you want to see it again, regardless of where it is? You know what I mean? Yeah, like of all the dog shit matches out there, um, let's see the ones like this that aren't. I'll I'll run this back. This can be a feud once every four years, three years, whatever. You know, we can keep bringing this feud back. I'm totally fine with it. Um, so I, I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm also, believe it or not, very interested in the Miz versus Debry. I think these two might steal the show. Miz is uh, Miz has turned a corner. Oh, and also Debry has a lot on his back right now because he is, he's not on the cover of the new WWE game, but he is the focus of the showcase mode of the game. Um, but don't buy that game. Don't play it. Don't buy it because Fire Pro comes out in two weeks and it needs your buys. So buy Fire Pro Wrestling on the 28th. Woo! All right. I, I will have to do this. It's for Xbox One now, right? Oh, no, what? it is for PS4. There's a PC version that's been out that me and Byron have been playing. But you know what? If you have a PS4, I think Paul Cross does. Look up me and Byron. I'm Lucha Gringo. Byron's 
Byron Fever. He barely fires up his PS4. That's about to change when this shit comes out. But wait, Jim's in the chat room. Where's Jim? Does Jim want to come on the show? Jim, you're allowed to come on the show if you want. Here, I'll send you an invite. You can choose whether to use it or not. Keep uh, talking, Casey. Fire Pro. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Fire Pro is going to be great. It's got a New Japan story mode, which actually looks pretty awesome, uh, where you create your guy. You can join Suzuki Goon. You could be fucking bros. Oh, wait a minute. Josh Pillow is actually watching the show. That's a good thing, Josh, because this is a pillow-sized episode, and we are actually almost done. Yeah. Yeah. You probably missed part of the show, Josh. Oh, shit. It's even shorter for him. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, um, I can't recommend it enough. There's a little bit of a learning curve with the game. Fuck that. Just be friends with me on PSN, and I will show you how to play when I have time. But, you know, I have no time, but I'll try to make time for you. Um, Copy that, Jim. I don't have time to scroll up, man. We're trying to blast through this thing because me and Casey are almost out of time here. We got things to do. Um... Is he going to the gym or fucking? I know. I know. He's actually at work this time. He's making money. So shit, you froze. Uh, Summer Slam, sl- Slummer Slam, Summer Slam, Slummer Slam. Um, are you oh, not- oh. Hmm. what do you got? Oh, Lesnar Reigns. I think that uh, I think Reigns is going to actually go heel this time. I think he's going to beat Brock. Um, I think he's going to celebrate with uh, the Shield, and uh, then I think he's going to turn on those boys and. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the whole Heyman situation. Don't know if I care, uh, but I think I think we actually see them do it now. I don't know why now, but I I think that they've just finally decided to actually do it. I think we see Dean do it, and it's dumb that they would have Dean do it, but I think that Dean does it. But I'm not even watching, so that I'm really pulling it out of my ass. You've watched it way more than I have, so you have a better idea of what's That's actually just, going uh, here and there. But I think I think that uh, Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar and does a full heel turn. That's my prediction. Um, anything short of that would be relatively uninteresting. <laughs> yeah, um, I consider WWE as a whole relatively uninteresting most of the time. Okay, um, well, there's one thing that is not uninteresting, and that is Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. Do they put the belt on Ronda now, or do they wait longer? That is the million-dollar question. Are we going to get a screwjob finish here? Are we going to get some yeah. kind of... I mean, I think it's too soon, but now is one of your chances. you got two options, basically. You put it on her now and let her have a huge run and kind of mimic her UFC thing all the way up until WrestleMania. But you know, that's another, she needs to still be protected though. So that's another champ. That's going to be like Brock Lesnar that you can't really have wrestling every week. Is the May young tournament over by SummerSlam? Uh, no, I don't know. I do not know the answer to that. But my prediction, is that the winner of the May Young tournament fucks her out of her SummerSlam win to start a feud if that's the case and it's Io Shirai and it's awesome. Well, I mean, look, there's still some options. It's just really a question of, you know, it's going to have to be something along those lines if you're going to pull Ronda out of the title picture because that's the other hard part about it. It's, you know, letting her do it at WrestleMania would be epic. Have it be this big moment. And then once you put the belt on her, you got to let her run with it for a long fucking time. Yeah. So that's the other consideration. But then the real question is, okay, so how do you get to WrestleMania and for the next six or seven months, pull her out of the title picture and have it make any kind of sense, especially when Alexa bliss, who though very great on TV 
physically in stature is one of the smallest girls in the WWE. So her physically beating up everybody doesn't make any kind of sense. That's why it's got to be a fuck finish. So you can have her feuding with whoever fucked her over instead of whoever has the right. So, and and maybe you're right. I I feel like you do the heel turn with Roman right now. You let him get the fire from it. You don't do the Ronda thing right now. You wait a little bit longer they do have an all-women's pay-per-view coming up soon, so maybe you put her over there, but I still think that – I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I that- mean, I feel like you still save it for something bigger, and uh, it almost diminishes Ronda if, by doing it on an all-women's pay-per-view instead of just letting her be the star over all the boys in the locker room on like a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam. We'll see. So- do you have any UFC news for me? Because I have a ton. That's, that's the last thing we're doing. We're out of the WWE. We're done with Lucha Underground. Uh, Dracula, say hello, Bella. There we go. Um, the main thing I have to say about uh, Impact is that the Kevin Cross thing has been played perfectly to now, and I like uh, I like allying him with Austin Aries. I don't. I don't. I love Kevin, and I don't like Austin Aries, but you know what? He might make me like Austin Aries. I don't like Austin Aries either, but it 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 proves the kind of character that Killer Cross is because he's not there to even do what you want. Because I don't, I think you don't want to run the risk of him turning into uh, you know a stone cold type of baby face accidentally either. You want to keep him pure heel, and you want guys like us to be a little eh, a little off with the fact that he's kind of in collusion with Austin Aries now. And maybe he just turns on Austin Aries at some point, too. I'd, I'd like to see that as well, where he goes completely rogue and just heals everybody. We'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I want to see Kevin run the place is what I want to see. Maybe. I, I think, yeah. I, I think honestly, if you're going to ever set up Austin Aries for a face run, um, doing it off of Cross's back would be a pretty good thing, too, down the line. Like, let him, let him do this little thing for four or five months, and then maybe, you know, that's the turn for Austin Aries to do a little face run. Um but it shouldn't be cross. I don't think cross should be faced for years. Um, anyway, so UFC. Yes. There's, there's so many weird things going on. I'm going to start with the strangest place for UFC talk today. Pauly Malinaji, who's not even in the UFC. He's a fucking boxer. He keeps calling out Conor McGregor and Conor keeps giving him the time of day. I think that this is Conor McGregor's backup plan. He's going to come back to the UFC and if he gets absolutely trounced by Khabib Nurmagomedov, which is an absolute possibility, I think the very next thing he does is he fights Pauli Malignaggi in boxing for seven times the amount of money <laughs> and maybe actually wins a boxing fight. Because why, why would he even be talking to Pauli? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Pauli's past his prime. He's, you know, he, he was, he's a guy who could throw a punch or two and probably would be actually a decent matchup for Connor, though – Paulie technically probably has more moves and a better skill set, but Connor's got the youth and stamina on his side and a really good chin. Um, oh, so, and I can throw, I can throw a guardrail like nobody else, Justin. But but here's the other weird thing. So you've got Connor Khabib match finally announced, which yeah. kind of surprised everyone. But great, it's going, it's happening. Then you get Dustin Poirier versus Nate Diaz. Oh my God, Nate Diaz is back a minute too late, but now he's got the Poirier fight. Oh, it's never too late for a Diaz brother, man. No, and that's a great fight. Him yeah. and Dustin Poirier, those boys are going to throw down. That might end up being the fight of the year. Um, and then after all this is said and done, out of nowhere. 
Tony L. Kukui Ferguson pops back out of the woodwork and says, oh, by the way, my leg is better now. But there's no fights left. Even fucking the executioner Vic has a fucking fight. Like everybody has a fight. Um, except now El Kukui. I don't know if this is timing or if he planned it this way. If he's going to play the sidelines and wait and see if somebody falls out of this Connor Khabib thing, which is very possible. Maybe Khabib really blows weight and uh, Kukui is right there and gets a Connor fight for the Ooh. belt. Do that. I'd rather see that fight anyway. Shit. Oh, absolutely. Nobody, everybody thinks they want to see Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. You absolutely don't. I don't want to see this fight. I don't really like Khabib Nurmagomedov as an entertainer. I appreciate nah. everything that he can do as a fighter, but when I watch his fights, when I see his promos and everything, I'm not as entertained as I am by a guy like El oh, Justin, by the way, uh, crazy shit happening in UFC. Did I see you praising a DJ match as being exciting? Yeah, because he lost. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. The fucker finally lost after 12 fights. Um, anyway, yeah, so Khabib, I, I'm, I, I would rather see Conor win. But the simple fact of the matter is, and everyone needs to accept this, even the huge Conor fans, of which I consider myself a big Conor fan. Oh, I got to tell you. you support, Justin. Thank you. My, got, car, my car is partially paid by you, Justin. Look, Khabib Nurmagomedov was like genetically engineered to have all of the strengths that are Conor McGregor's weaknesses. Period. Like everything that can be exploited about Conor McGregor's game in mixed martial arts is exactly what Khabib is like the best in the world at doing. The chances of Conor really winning that fight are so slim. God bless him. I hope he proves me wrong. I do not want to see three years of Khabib Nurmagomedov as the lightweight champ. Oh. It would just bore me to tears. I, I, yeah. And he's great. I'm never going to say the guy's not great. He's definitely one of the best in the world, but he doesn't excite me. He doesn't interest me that much. I don't want to see a ton of his fights. And, and, he, and I know he's going to smoke most of the guys in the division with his wrestling. So why do I want to watch that? Um, he deserves it. He deserves to be the champ for a minute, but... It's almost a shame he's fighting McGregor. Anyway, besides that, DJ, I do want to talk about it. DJ is upset by uh, our, our Olympian, Henry Cejudo, who had tried once before and failed, but he was definitely a bit young. He cracked the formula. He just barely eked out a win. And believe me, there is a world with judging, um, especially for a champion, there's a, a, a very plausible world where Cejudo loses that fight exactly as it stands. Uh, any one judge different in there could have easily sent that DJ's way. I believe in the finish. I believe that's the right call. If you're scoring it right down the line, if you score the takeouts versus uh, DJ's penetration, um, if you score both the, the defense, you have to give it to Cejudo just by a little bit. Um, I think he got rounds two, four, and five, and, and DJ got one and three. And that's just, uh, it, it was an amazing fight. Do you think Cejudo is a more uh, interesting champion? Since I know you had some criticisms before. Okay. I don't know that he is. Right. I like the fact that he came out and he called out uh, TJ 
who, who won or called out the winner of TJ Cody. And we know that that's TJ now who dominated Cody Garbrandt. Uh, like, I feel bad for Cody because it's like, that was your chance, bro. And now you are like way down the ladder. And yeah. like, and, 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 and here's the thing, because at 135 now, what are you gonna do? Put Dominic Cruz back in there? I, I, I mean, I guess you make that fight. Um, Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And and as much as I like, you know, the call out by Cejudo, you got to give DJ a rematch, right? I mean, it was A, a close fight, and B, mm-hmm. the guy won 12 fights as a champion in a row. Who does that? I don't want him to get a rematch, but I think you got to give it to him. Look, you know what? Okada did it, first of all. So there you go. Who's a lot more interesting, I, I got to say, than DJ. But no, man, uh, it's fucked up because this guy went and hot shot at a match over his rematch. And since the UFC tends to book by what people want to see, we might not get that rematch. Yeah, I, I don't know. We're, we're going into that era now, too, where, where the UFC is starting to become more like boxing, where mm-hmm. you can talk yourself into a fight, where rankings all of a sudden represent um, your, your, your level of smack talk. I mean, look at this weird stuff going on and with Tyron De, uh, Woodley's belt, where now he's fighting till um, instead of uh, Jim's loudmouth buddy. Um, oh yeah, the the comics fan. Um, no, dude, I I 100 believe that if Nick Diaz, I'm sorry, if Nate Diaz wins his fight, he's getting a title shot next. Even though he's nowhere on the rankings, you know what I mean. He hasn't fought in years. Um, but yeah, because it's an entertaining fight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what happens. Look, it's really all about whatever Connor wants to do. Mm-hmm. Like if Connor loses to Khabib but doesn't get smoked. Like I think if Connor gets smoked. He, he goes to boxing and fights Malinaji. I think yeah. if, if Connor loses, but but it's a decent fight, then I think he might fight Nate Diaz, whether Nate wins or loses his fight. Because if Connor's off a loss, a Connor off a loss against a Nate win is is Nate getting what he wants. Nate can talk himself into that fight and get the big payday for both of them, and they do that fight. If they're both coming off a loss and it's what Connor wants and he feels like there's some weakness there, then Connor can get that fight. Um I mean, I just want it for the amount of shit talk that's going to set that fight up. A Poirier-McGregor uh, rematch would be something the fans might want to see, but it's not going to draw the big money, so I don't think it ever happens. Yeah, which sucks because it would be a good fight, and, and Poirier could take it. And, well, and here's the other thing. GSP is looming back there, too. You could see uh, a GSP-Nate Diaz fight. That could happen. Just for the money and because GSP will, would easily win. Um, the fight I don't think you see is McGregor versus GSP because McGregor has to beat Khabib for that to happen. Somebody has to beat Khabib for you to get a GSP title fight. GSP is never going to fight Khabib Nurmagomedov. You can quote me on that. I will take that one to my grave. It will never, ever that's not, happen. That's not a style he ever wants to go against. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's crazy um, uh, the the GSP talk. Like, I hope I I personally hope that GSP would either fight Connor or Nate at one seventy, and that we never see him at fifty five. But if Connor gets the belt back, you maybe see it at fifty five. Who knows? And I just want to remind everyone that GSP really stands for God style pile driver. <laughs> 
Actually, you know, all Minoru Suzuki's merch fucking says GSPD, and the announcers keep calling it the GSP, and I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Um, pretty amazing. I, I, I'm fairly exhausted on almost everything that I wanted to talk about. The contender is coming soon. Everybody should watch the contender. Um, what is it? August 24th on Epics. I got my subscription. I did an add-on to Sling, uh, which is amazing because they still don't have Lucha Underground back on El Rey on Sling. A little upset about that, guys. Yeah, it's great when the people that bootleg the show so I can watch it at work don't have it either because it was on fucking Sling. It's great. <laughs> um, Josh Pillow, thanks for tuning in, brother, because that's it. That's all she wrote for this one. Uh, hopefully yeah. we'll be back next Friday with Byron, with me, and maybe with Jim um, at our regular time a little bit later than this next Friday. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be back on track. Um, our shows are winding down and we're doing different things that will allow more, more time. <laughs> Except for me. Holy shit. But you know what? I'm free Fridays, so it's all good. There we go. And that's what we're going to try to do from now on, guys. So hopefully bear with us and, and we'll make some more fun things happen right here on the MMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMM